Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Talking Shirt! Shirt Show! Shirt All right! Episode 125 of Shirt Show! We're recording live at Print United in Vegas! Better now that you're here. We're right. Re- we're going, and we're re- we're ready. Yeah, we're this is recording, right, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're we're live. This is hot. This is my first live show. Hold that up. Hold that up to your mouth. That's this how mic. Some microphones work like this. We'll break it down. <laughs> is real that quick. what they do? Yeah. Hey, I apologize. It's my first live event here. You know, <laughs> last time we were on, I you know, I was looking at my my Zoom video. So, well, dude, it's good to see you. I mean, we have we missed you uh, the last couple shows, I guess. You yeah, a yeah. wedding to go to, and what else was going y- on? Yesterday, you were doing? napping. I was. You know, long days here. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's great. It's great to be back. It's great to be seeing everyone again. This is our actually our first show that we're back in three years that we're actually exhibiting. Right. So, um, it's and been the great. Booth, the booth looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Big screen. Designed it myself. I was over there, (laughs) or we were all over there selling screens. You You did a good job uh, yesterday. I think I sold at least two, probably. Maybe even three. Okay. Dylan, how many did you get? I think you got about two dozen. A couple thousand, I think, right? (laughs) Full shop revamps. Well, we just wanted you to stop in and say hi, and we've, of course, yeah. got to do the Frank button. Definitely. It's uh, awesome. Where should this, where we, you want to just yeah, put it right have here? Frank hit it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you want, oh, you know what, I can put it right here. Okay, Dylan, uh, Frank, I'm ready when you are. Frank. Dylan, Frank, it all starts with the screen, and whether it's new stretches or re-stretches, Frank and his team do it the best. This guy. Try. Oh, yeah, this guy right here. You're the best, Frank. Thank you. Thank to find you. out more, you're going to want to go to FFFFFBrank.com or Come on, Frank. Gra- GraphicScreenFashion.com or GreatFuckingScreens.com. Cl- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, they all will get you to uh, where you want to be. Definitely. And uh, if that doesn't work and you need to talk to somebody, well, you know, uh, give Frank a call. Please, the one of the Franks. Mm-hmm. We, we have multiple Franks, uh, but we have... A lot of team members are going to help you guys out. So please, uh, thank you. And I appreciate all the business all your listeners have been giving me. Uh, you guys ever need anything, you can contact me directly. I'm always available. I answer the phone. I, I troubleshoot. I, I want to hear from you. So please, give me a call. All right. Thanks, dude. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Sandwich hug. <laughs> Love you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, appreciate Frank. It. We'll see you later, man. Cleaning screens is no fun, but easy way makes it funner. Their line of eco-friendly chemicals will help you keep your screens and your shop clean. Check them out at easyway.com. Easy way. It's the easiest way. For sure. Mm-hmm. Had the pleasure of hanging out with Alex for a few days. I'm sorry. In Vegas. I'm sorry. Uh, Alex, we love you and your hair and your mustache and your body. All of it. Beautiful man. Action Engineering makes accessories that printers need. True. You can level up your shop at actionengineering.com. Go check them out. Buy some ratchet. Exactly. Graphex Source. It's that time of year when shops are super busy and your art department is in overtime. So go to 1900hotstuff.com and get in touch with Nick or Lucas. They have what you need. Exactly. Chromaline. 
Dylan, choosing the right emulsion for your shop is complicated, and that's why we love Chromaline. You've got questions, they've got answers. Ring them up or go to chromaline.com and watch Kevin's videos to learn more about the screen room. Anything else? Anything else you want to learn, too? No, we're good. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin can talk to you about all kinds of stuff. All right. Hey, Eric. Hi. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. I'm in the hot seat. <laughs> hey. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. You too. It's always fun to see everybody at the shows and reconnect. How's everybody's show so far? Um, I haven't seen too much actually. I've been yeah. chit chatting. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's the problem. That's I've that's been how networking. I feel. Hey, will you tell everybody who you are? I'm Deanna with In the Zone Inc. I'm in Bend, Oregon. I we have a screen printing and embroidery shop there. And I am Eric with Night Owls out of Houston. Uh, we do all sorts of things, you know. Handshakes, hugs, high fives, that type of stuff. We've talked to you more than enough times. I feel like people know who you are. <laughs> Am I? Uh, do I get the crown? Am I like the number, like yeah. the most uh, I think so. attended, like on the podcast? I think you and Tony need to fight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Because he was on Vowels too, right? right. So yeah, yeah. He had to oh, get yeah, his I forgot way about in. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what are you excited about? You you you've been walking the show floor, and what like what have what has stopped you here in Vegas? Um, I really am interested in like the folding, bagging, tagging process. Um, we're starting to enter more of a fulfillment in our shop, but we have like highs and lows. So we're like still manually doing it, but it would be really nice to have one of those nice machines to do it for me. Um, you guys are just doing it all manually now. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, we have a couple big clients, you know, that, but it's, hit and miss like we have like one packed month of them and then we don't hear from them for a couple months right so we're not quite there for like a full need for a big machine yeah. so we just kind of when that order comes in then it's all hands on deck to get it folded and bagged and tagged like so. those machines definitely help uh, make you become more efficient but yeah. like much like anything here right none of it is like plug and play it's never as easy no. as they make it seem <laughs> um you know we have we have like a secondhand folding line that we got from a friend of ours and it's like i feel like every other week it's like down for some like or, or a belt breaks or something happens really? uh that that eats up a ton of time but it's like when it's working you know we can do a thousand shirts in 10 minutes and you're like this is amazing <laughs> um but when it's not uh, of course that's like the most frustrating thing dude yeah you're hitting on something that you you actually talked about in your made presentation yesterday is that a lot of times we, as our shop scales and grows, we end up where it, printing is actually the easiest part. Yeah. You yeah. know, and everything else is the complicated. The part. logistics around it is what the problem is. Yeah, for sure. I think that, you know, and it's not, not the fault of any manufacturers because I think everyone is sort of guilty to some degree, um, but they, they create or they see a problem and they create a solution, but there's never any like perfect solution, especially in our industry where my shop is different than any of yours and, and vice versa. You know, mm -hmm. my needs are very specific to what I need. And then you have to find something that will work generally and then sort of fine tune it for what you want. And of course that creates variations and problems in exactly. what is supposed to be a solved problem. Well, it's like, we've talked about a bunch of times where basically like you have your pricing structure, like 25 to 49, 50 to hundred and blah, blah, blah. Once you get to a thousand, you think the price should go down, but actually the price should go up because of yeah. you They're have handling. to deal with pallets <laughs> and you have to deal with moving stuff around. And yeah. it's actually way more work than it is yeah, for absolutely. a thousand or less. 
So the same, like you're talking about getting the automation and stuff like that. Like it's, it's for those large orders, not necessarily the, the day-to-day orders. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like that you are talking about finishing because I think that's a lot of times overlooked or ignored in a shop and, and it couldn't be the most important, arguably could be really, because that's, you know, the customer opens a box and what do they find? Do they find shirts that are stuffed in there too many in a box and they're wrinkly? Um, or the they... worst shirt that you have, the misprint is always the top <laughs> <Yeah>. shirt. <laughs> you know, it comes down to aesthetics, right? Like yeah. you, you work so hard to create this beautiful piece of like wearable art, and you know, like you just said, for customers opening up a box like stuffed to the gills in no particular order, like it's not super appealing. Um, when you start bringing in finishing, and you can create a finished good that's going out the door that's technically retail ready, uh, you know, it gives a nicer impression, but. Obviously, it's only worth it if it's worth a it. A thousand to the percent. Like well, when yeah. you when you get a new iPhone and you look at this box that it comes in, you're more impressed sometimes with that. You know, like how did you package it so well? And it's I don't perfect. know. Andy. Like, like how many people save that shit? Like put it on a shelf because they're like they feel bad about throwing it away. Yeah. Right here. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I have tons of those boxes. Well, it's just but... the same. Like a customer opens a box and there's full retail ready, folded bag, tagged, everything. They're not looking at it for themselves. They're proud of it knowing that it's going to go out to their customers and they're going to feel like it's quality you know not just a stack of shirts that they have to fold um and with you doing fulfillment too the other thing like because we do a lot of fulfillment but we also do a lot of folding in bag for our customers like that we're giving it to them it takes out a a step for them so it's like a really cool value add service that you can bill for uh to non-fulfillment customers and that way when they get the shirts in they're ready to go. They're ready for them to just slide them in a package and ship them out the door and they don't have to fold them and bag them themselves. I think I love that idea that it's not about just the fulfillment customers that I would do that for all of my customers and create that. I mean, maybe not bag and tag, but they're all folded individually. And how nice does that look, right? Like we were just talking in our shop the other day with my sales staff about what's the experience at in the zone and how do we give that full package and you know about customer service and you know all the way from the uh, shop management software that we use and how it communicates to them um, we have branded boxes and packaging that all of our stuff goes into but like having everything individually folded like that yeah. that's like you know, it's putting a nice the touch. icing on the cake. Yeah. And that should be important too. Yep. So maybe you just sold me. <laughs> well, the thing is now, <laughs> now that I you guys are talking about this, I'm thinking like, what does it actually take to, if you have a large customer that never orders folded and bag, what's it take to fold it, bag it, tag it, and just throw one in the box yeah. on top. And then they're like, oh shit, like I want to do this for all of my orders. The only now. thing I'll, I'll add to that is it sort of goes back to kind of, you know, early on, if you're like, oh, if you're a screen printer at any level, you probably have experienced at some point where you're like, I'm going to like put my logo on the sleeve or on the back or the inner neck label of every shirt. And that's going to somehow like help me get another sale. Right. Like it is one of those things where it's like aesthetically, it looks cool. Um, and folding and bagging for customers, the same thing, but at a certain point, all of a sudden you get backed up in that area Mm -hmm. because you have all these projects that are due for that. And so that there is that like kind of fine line, which is why you buy that machine I'm staring at right now. Yeah. That is folding and bagging and tagging. They are beautiful machines. Yeah. We're definitely at um, limited space. Yeah. We've just been growing so fast. And and now we're to a point where my employees would love for me to bring home one of those machines. But I'm like, I don't know where we're going to put it. <laughs> sure. But um, 
I think to make it work for like an everyday order, you definitely have to have the right flow in your shop so yes. that you're not constantly handling those shirts from the press to the dryer and then to that machine. It's definitely like its it, own department. It needs yeah. to be a good flow. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's just not regular deal. Is there anything else? Did you see anything at the show? I know you've been stuck in the maid. Uh, yeah, booth. I've. Uh, if I haven't been at the maid lab booth, I've been in a conversation, which I kind of blame and credit both of you for. Um, <laughs> I think you guys have done a really good job of building uh, shows like this into like fun events, like for our community to get together. So, like sincerely, thank you guys. Like, yeah. well, I think I said, it's really it's important. Definitely. It's difficult because I wanted to see the show. Yeah. Like, I want to see stuff. I mean, it's cool. I love seeing people. It's awesome. Like, it's my favorite part. But it's also sometimes you're like, oh, there's so much neat shit here. Like, that oh, I so see. many people want my autograph and yeah, pictures like, and all this I, stuff. I have carpal tunnel. And it's just like, it hurts. Like, uh, I, 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 don't, I really haven't walked around that much. But what I, I mean, there's, this is the second time I've been to a, a Printing United or an SGIA show. Um, and what I find really interesting is there's a lot of things that we don't normally see at Long Beach. Um, yeah. not, not even just the equipment like that's not for our industry everything up there I but there's there's a lot of international vendors selling very specific things that if you don't know what it is and you walk past it you you wouldn't know right. but if you take a look you might find something that like like i found some stuff that um it's it's more transfer stuff but it's like you know weird transfers where you can screen print onto a transfer and when you heat press it it's a reflective transfer with clear ink so like that's awesome yeah it, it's pretty cool um, but there's all sorts of little things like that and then you know, there, there's companies here that one of their machines is two, three million dollars. Yeah. And, and it puts into perspective kind of how small. Yeah, that was one thing. Is. That was one thing I noticed yesterday. I was talking to some people. I was talking to Kiwo about their machines and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was just like, oh, here's this. But here's this like cream of the crop, like, you know, half a million dollar machine that you don't need. But like you'd be a badass textile printer with this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, I mean, if I bought that, I would feel good because Andy wouldn't have it. Of course. Oh, but. What about you guys? What'd you see if, if you saw anything? Yeah, seriously. Uh, I think for me, I was more looking at, uh, I don't know, just seeing friends and lasers. And I really like the rival, uh, the copperhead stuff. Um, that's kind of it. I mean, just really hanging out with people. That's why I'm here. So, yeah. Um, I Andy, didn't get to see as much as I wanted to. What'd you see? Uh, the dishwasher. Yeah, I like that because it's cool. We clean a lot of squeegee flood bars at our shop, and that's a time killer. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we have an automated solution that is similar to that, that we've been using for maybe a year. Um, but I do feel like this is a little bit more geared towards our industry as opposed to what we're using is just like modified to make it work. Um, so I need to dig into it later today, but I am excited to see that. Yeah, it looks awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Eric. Do you can you um, swap out mics with somebody for me? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see, Allison, Allison, Allison. She started to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye. Put out the red carpet <laughs> she for tried this to uh, award-winning screen. Yeah, printer. but we wanted to hear about this award. So, women in screen printing award. I Dude, won an award. I feel special sitting next to you. <laughs> I will not sign an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pat on the back. So yeah, you were nominated, and how did how did the process go? So um, you get nominated, uh, and they actually sent the nominations in, so I got to read what everyone wrote. Oh, you did? I oh. did. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah, you get nominated, and then I guess that they have a board of advisors that pick from the nominees. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I won. Uh, Dana might have not. <laughs> Deanna mm -hmm. might have nominated me. I might have. <laughs> My boss, perhaps. She's a pretty amazing printer, and uh, yeah. I think she's killing it at Parkway. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I've always so told her that. I'm like, you're you're an amazing printer, and you need recognition, and start your own shop. And she keeps yeah. telling me no. <laughs> I'm a career employee. Um, I'm accepting job offers. Just kidding, Jared. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jared, I'm not I'm trying to her, tell Jared. her to get away from your shop. I'm just yeah. saying she's she's a badass. Jared all. really, he, he says that he's uncomfortable when I introduce him as my boss because he says that I feel like his boss. And so now I, um, I'm floating back and forth between either Mr. Parkway or um, my current boss, Jared. Hello, this is my current boss, Jared. I don't think he likes that one. <laughs> I know, I know. Like as shop owners, I hate when I'm referred to as boss. Um, so, I like the first one. My uh, Rich, my <laughs> screen Mr. Shirt tech, always called me boss man, <laughs> yeah. and it makes me feel weird every time. <laughs> Was there anything you saw at the show, Allison, that you want Jared to buy? Honestly, we were pretty good on equipment. I really like that little Anatol mixer. Um, that seems pretty nifty. Um, we, I got to talk to the guys at Rock. We're having a really weird problem that is not their fault but uh, when we fire all three flashes on our oval at the same time it trips not the breaker box to the oval but the breaker box to the whole building Dylan, that never happens on my m and cool. no no you know if anything it's <laughs> it's weird eco, like uh, an electrical. eco light comes on it's a weird hey, well, problem uh <laughs> maybe we didn't hire the best electricians i don't know <laughs> so uh anyways i just found out that there's a setting that you can do to like adjust it by like a microsecond so they're not all firing at the exact same time and like overloading the circuit. So that is a lot of juice at the same time, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's supposed to be not as much as nearly as much as we have, but we're having some electrical engineers come out next week. So, anyways, okay. we were we had a conversation about uh, finishing. Do you guys have a finishing department? A finishing department, like folding, bagging, tagging. We actually have only had one customer ever ask for it, and then I just. Same thing with tagging. We've never really had um, a customer ask for tagging, so is there, I don't know. We, we don't do any of it. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I think it's I'm, not a bad thing. It's, no. a, it's actually a good thing because what we were talking about, you need a whole other department, a whole yeah. other everything. It's a yeah. whole new set of problems. Yeah it's, right. yeah, it's funny. I like that Eric mentioned like putting your logo on the sleeve. That's the thing that we've been doing a lot of and selling, in my humble opinion, way too much of. Like, we'll put our logo on the sleeve for a discount. Um, and, like, Lately, it's been like all, like we only work a half day on Friday, but like all Friday, what we're doing is printing Parkway sleeves. <laughs> like, and it's yeah. like, I could be doing, you know, how many other right. jobs instead of. You need a pa uh, Parkway pad printer. Oh, we were looking at those yesterday. They are, they are pretty nifty. Mm -hmm. I, and I like that. Um, I saw that MEM, that like slide. Yeah, heat press. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty nifty too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get that east-west machine. Get that East Correct. West machine. Yeah, it's a much cooler color. We right. love it. Um, he can probably custom. It may take a while, but they can get it any color you want. I like the teal. Well, guys, thanks for chatting with us. Can we trade out some more mics? Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I know I'm looking over this way. Trinity Parker. <laughs> 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 I see uh, a very Luke, handsome. Lucas, I heard you had a rough night last night. Are you having a rough day now as well? What were, you, what were you dressed up as last night? You're supposed to eat food and drink. By the way, this shirt, 
was the art for the women's thing? Do you see? It's fine. Turned out we'll, pretty cool. We'll edit it. <laughs> Get real close. No, yep. I was dressed up like a wolf because I'm in Vegas. Makes sense. And if, you if I can't do out, it here, where if you can pass I do out, it? we'll we'll uh, if I, can cut uh, it out. If I try to do that at home, they just look at me weird. So uh, Trinity was with me at uh, the casino last night, and she was supposed to be my good luck charm, and we <laughs> fucking lost two fifty in an instant. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I picked the wrong numbers. Not a single. Can you number introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Trinity Parker from Artware Screen Printing in Belleville, Illinois. And what's your role there? Um, I uh, manage shipping and receiving and quality control and just about every other little thing that needs done. Yeah, we all wear tons of hats, it seems yeah. like, at our shops. And, and Lucas, can you uh, tell, uh, tell our audience who you are if they don't I'm, already know? I'm just uh, with Graphic Source. Nothing starts until there's art. <laughs> <laughs> How, what have what have you been hearing at your your booth all week? Like people coming up and, and saying we're just drowning in, in art, we need help. And what are what are, what are you hearing most? Well, everyone needs us, so it's kind of like a given need. So they don't really s express the pain because it's always a pain point because art's everything. Mm. So basically, it's just showing people how the workflow goes. And I think most of my conversations were around workflow. Well, it's the thing, like, even if you have an art department, they get overwhelmed or they, you know, they, they just need help in certain areas. Yeah. That's graphic sources. Are and systemizing that flow. So we actually have Printavo in our booth with us to drag Matt out here. And it's been really helpful because we just incorporate a good workflow. The whole shop works better. So All right. that's most of the conversations I've been having. Did you see anything at the show, Trinity, that you guys want to add? Um, we're looking at auto reclaim in a coder. Kind of went around yesterday comparing all of them. and uh, That's a big change to mm. all of a sudden throw into the shop. Yeah. It's a huge pain point, and isn't, isn't it? Like screens, just getting enough screens. I was talking to Michael like two weeks ago, my son, who also works at that shop. And he was, I think, I think didn't you guys go in at like 10 at night just to wash screens? We did screens. For, well, he did screens for probably four hours from like 10 to 2 a.m. and uh and i then, did, did some extra check-in and then woke up the next day and back came back at 7 a.m yeah i mean so if you had uh, auto reclaim that that problem goes away mm. hopefully mm. anything else stand out um that giant claw thing over there that like moves the picture what is that? yeah what does that do that thing, i don't know what it does but <laughs> i i definitely took a video of it because that thing is crazy mm. i don't need it but it's i think really we just cool. buy it and just let it Claw around, yeah. Maybe it'll like lift shirts off the press. Speaking of claw, I hung out with Justin uh, two nights ago, and we were playing the lobster claw game, where if you catch a lobster, you they'll cook it for you. And you a live lobster? Yeah, like you're literally claw gaming live lobsters. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you're canceled. <laughs> I don't know. It was just funny because I was saying like we never caught one, but that one lobster in the corner, the poor one, kept getting clawed and picked halfway up and dropped. And then like picked up and dropped. I saw the video. It looked like he was trying to climb out of the claw. Like yeah, as you get him, he was well, like, no. He doesn't want to be eaten. No, it sounds terrifying. <laughs> Thanks for chatting with us. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. We'll hang out tonight and do something fun. Yeah. Maybe have something to eat, Lucas? Yes. Okay. Thanks. You guys need to stretch it out a little. Here we go. My sciatic is that. I was going to say, my neck is killing me. Like, I twisted it. I, I think I just turned my head in bed yesterday, yeah. and now it hurts a lot. 
What Why was your you? sciatica hurt? What'd you do? When he turned his head, it kind when of... When I turned my head to kiss him, it just, it, he hurt Flares his up. <laughs> Everything flares up in Vegas. It all, yeah, it all flares up. So I'm on my... What, how many Advil? I would say 10-ish. For do you sure. have any Double with you? digit. Yeah, you I need a couple? I would take a few. Yes, okay, let's get, let's get you a couple. <laughs> Thank you. 800 milligrams max. Minimum 600. But I, if, if taking four... Oh, my God. Yes. Skittles right there. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. It's all brown M and M's. They're all just like bright pink pills. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, just dry. Oh, shit. Get them a water. <laughs> no, at I'm, least. Go- I'm good. You're just. Did you chew? They're not chewables. <laughs> Look at this underwear. What's going I on? I just did a line of ibuprofen back here, man. Only in apart. Vegas, man. You got the- no, if you just, chew them up. Doesn't just like ibuprofen <laughs> and chew them. It's fast acting. If you chew, <laughs> if you chew it up, it works faster. Also burns your tongue. Yeah, and destroys your <laughs> intestines. It's fine. Oh, oh shit! You got that good ping. It sounded like disc golf. <laughs> we played. We slung a little D yesterday. We did. We threw some hard D. At one of the courses here in Vegas, it's where they start like the national tournament each year. We had, it's one of the only disc golf courses I've ever had to pay to go, and we had to have a tee time. We had a golf cart. We had a golf cart. Oh, it's so crazy so. popular now too that. I could see that happening. I think most to. people, they know you guys, but in case they don't, could you introduce yourselves? My name is Justin Lawrence. I work at Oklahoma Shirt Company and like to play disc golf. It's true. My name is not Justin. My name is Quint. I also work at Oklahoma Shirt Company. I, too, play disc golf, and we run a disc golf store when we're not Oklahoma shirting. And a lot other than just Oklahoma Shirt Company, what else are you offering, Justin? Yeah, we have Oklahoma Shirt Company and Chill, which is a... Uh, we make medicinal marijuana. We grow it. We process it. We cultivate it. Um, and then the disc golf store. There's a pro shop next door. There's a, around our um, production campus of sorts. We built a disc golf course. That if you're ever in Oklahoma City, you should come by and check it out because it's rad. And you do have to pay and have a tea time. Yeah, yeah. You have to make. <laughs> you have to have a tea time reservation. Uh, Snorts some ibuprofen. You have to do a line of ibuprofen <laughs> to prove your Off worth. Off the disc. Aren't you in an emo band too? sir thank you this is my i'm trying out my halloween costume pugsley <laughs> seeing how it hits what uh what have you guys seen at the show that you are getting you thinking or buying or are you just here to party uh definitely here to reconnect with lots of friends it's it definitely felt like the first show that hey maybe you come to this one maybe we'll go to that one. Oh no we have to go to this one um it, so it felt like a big homecoming uh, there's a vendor that should have been here that wasn't here that I was a little bummed about, but we came anyways. Um, but we were here for probably a lot of the reasons that a lot of people also were just being here in DTF right. and trying to have a good time. Here for the hangs. Here for the hangs. Uh, and all of the DTF technology seems to be represented out here. It's wild. Like you're thinking about bringing that in-house? If I'm really being honest, it makes the most sense to bring in-house, but I've just... I have bought and sold and bought and sold and bought and sold DTG machines. And it's just so hard to implement because everyone wants it to be a magic bullet. You plug into the wall and then it just works. I'm really interested in finding a provider that will take really good care of us for two years. And then after that, see how developed it is. Yeah, it's like, look at the DTG technology today. You can buy one at a pawn shop now, whereas like Many years ago, the D, all of the DTG machines were rigged. You had to be a technician to use it. And yeah. so hopefully that technology stabilizes. And then maybe, and I'm encouraged that the average price is 25 to 30 grand right now for one. Hopefully in a couple of years, the technology is better and the price is, they, are, they just 
put DTG in the grave, maybe. Maybe not. Unless brother is sponsoring, then that would never happen. <laughs> Soon. I'm also here to, to reconnect or or also to connect. Yeah, you, you know, are. You know, you never know who you will bump into. I was walking down uh, that aisle over there and bumped into Sticker Mule, you know. So the, yeah. a team from Sticker Mule, we started chatting. Like and the actual mule? Mr. Mule. Gosh. Yeah, Mr. Mule. Do you have some hot sauce? <laughs> He's a... Uh, he was interesting. We'll see. I mean, like, uh, we talked about talk, having him on the show and, yeah. you know, um, their whole, talk about process, like their whole process is, you know, locked. The biggest thing with them is the ease of use and the ordering. Like you can order stickers in like two minutes. Yeah. And then get a proof in five minutes. Yeah. That user experience is. Yeah. User experience is part by of that far. service. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like you don't even care if you're paying more. That's right. the point. Like you, a retail customer pays the same price as us wholesale people, but the experience is so worth so it easy, that it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Right. Awesome. No, there's a lot of cool people I met. There's people that stop us that, you know, listen to the show or just, you know, know who we are or whatever. But talking to a dude yesterday uh, that used to work at Pantone and was talking about color theory and all this stuff. And now I'm like super interested in that. So I really want to dive into that. I hope I can go over and see him before I leave it at his booth. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really, really cool people here that we respect and just hanging with people and nights with Justin is always good. And yeah. And, and we forgot to mention, we actually got to go to a shop tour at Stoke. Oh yeah. And that's always like, we love Kevin. That's brave of him. First of all, cause I can imagine like, okay, um, we're going to have a, a party at shirt. Have a couple people at your shop, not an entire show's worth. And, and like all have, screen printers who are going to be yeah. like super critical of everything. And going through all your shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the first thing I did. I was just like, what's over here? What's this? What's this P order? You want us to print something? Where's it's the like showing, showing all the, your taxes. All the labels in his, in his dark room and in his, on his colors and yeah. just put them in different buckets. The one, one thing that stuck out for me there was he had her shirt carts. He had screens stacked up on every single shirt cart. And I'm like, what's up with that, Kevin? Let us know. Put us in the comment section or call me or something. Cause <laughs> I don't know. He, he got it figured out. Like, isn't that cool? Because it works for his shop. Like that's how they've dialed it in. And yeah. that's how they flow. That's their that's flow. The, that's the most interesting part is everyone shops a little bit different and you see things you're mm -hmm. like, why the hell? But then it makes a lot of sense in a lot of cases. Yeah. Like, like I never like, thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. Kevin put on, a good, a, put on a good show for everybody. Did y'all see the color reel, the embroidery, the single string that like he had it, that? No, Kevin didn't. Oh. If anybody did, Kevin might. But yeah. no, over there it's cool. Like we we were showing a few people, but it's dying the thread oh, as yeah, it's yeah, sewing yeah. with the gradient. Yeah. So it doesn't have to stop. It's super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I've seen that single before. thread. That's sweet. Uh, but enough about embroidery. This ain't called a stitch show. <laughs> stupid. I thought of that like been set on that for three right, days. Right, yeah, yeah. But so you are, I want, before we um, say goodbye, you are emceeing at Print Hustlers, Fort Worth. Yep. Is that like tomorrow? I feel like it is. It sure feels like it. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be, and that is for our people. You know, that is the, it's not that it's the best event. It's just the event because it's so condensed and it's just us and it's executed well. It's not equipment. It's not equipment. It's just mm. people and it's education and it's mm. really more like business development, you know, and yeah. and learning. It's school, but but more importantly, the connection, the hang. It's your the best, network. The best yeah. part about it is, is like you can come to a show like this and it's people that are just interested in like getting a new piece of equipment to make things faster, but they don't necessarily, I don't know, they don't want to nerd out necessarily. They want to buy a piece of equipment, but something like Print Hustlers is all people that are like-minded that want to just like nerd out and grow their mind on the print industry and everything. So 
and talk about you know other things besides production. Talk about how even though this one Business. is is about lean and 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 um, what's the other word? Six Sigma. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking. About. That's that's <laughs> we're just say big words. Shop hacks and things like that. Yeah. But you know you get into conversations about um, with other shops about you know the challenges of running your shop. You know, and so that's what I love about print hustlers. Yeah, we usually bring a team of people and say like, hey, you do the same thing at another shop. Go talk to them and go problem solve and go find a system and go ask questions. And maybe we can get closer to solving our own problems faster. Right. And that's that's stuff that we don't need to reinvent the right. wheel. We just need to have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't come to print hustlers yet, um, it's 80, last I saw it was almost 80% yeah. sold out. Um, these guys are speakers. Uh, I'm gonna just get to say nice things about them. But if you do come, um, I mean, Bruce isn't here and Steven isn't here, so I feel like they need some sort of plug for them. Mm -hmm. But it's the time to bring people that you haven't brought before. It's not just for shop owners, like what Quint said. My favorite thing, I'll bring my art director, operations manager, and just find, go find, go find other people that are like you and go talk to them and make friends and resource and network. And it's an incredible networking event. Totally. I know um, I was just thinking one something at our shop that seems challenging right now is we were just so busy for so long and, you know, pedal to the metal. How do you how do you guys feel about and at your shops? Um, do you think it's OK to push to the limit sometimes and find out where that is? You know, like because overtime is OK sometimes. <laughs> And then after um, a two weeks, it's not, you know, so how, how do you feel about, about that? Like pushing it to breaking point? I know that it's not sustainable. Mm. We did it. Um, and then I had, I surrounded myself, my, our team, I surrounded myself with, and the truth is a bunch of really strong women. My art director is a, isn't, is a, um, very stubborn forward, not afraid to tell me what she thinks, operations manager, assistant, like, and so I, when those people's teams are suffering, it's no longer like I'm there to push, mm. but I've, I've learned that sustainability and stability is better. You there's know, a balance. We, there's a, there is a balance like we can. So what was really cool was we hit the limit and then we ran it back. And the things that push us, our shop are when we do things like NBA hot market printing for our, for the thunder specifically, like we've got to turn out 40,000, 28,000 shirts in 36 hours. And it's all hands on deck. Everyone shows up. We do all the things. So when we dialed it back and we started really trying to stay true to our production capacity and everyone started settling into their jobs, that was like two years ago, the word for us was stability. And that's what the only way to find stability is to get the leadership out of the way. And it's, you can't just push all the time. That, that push has to be there while you're growing. But when you reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm done growing. This is what our, like our capacity looks like. Like we have, we have seven automatics. We're not getting more automatics. Just I'm, we're not we're either going to have another shift or we're going to just take really good care of what we have. So that's kind of, once you reach a point where you have to decide yourself, I'm, I'm content with where we're at, then let your leaders of those departments or whoever is in charge of that, take that over or set your production capacity with your scheduling or with what you can do and then stick to it. Because what we talk about is what does it feel like to win today? Did you win today? And our work is never done. You're never going to finish everything. But how can your people go home feeling like they've won? So that that's why we had to stop because we were tanking. Like you build culture, you build morale. We're, we love our job. But then if you work like a dog all the time, nonstop, it doesn't matter how great everything else is. I think scheduling in breaks or fun events or something just like you would press maintenance yeah. is important. 
Yeah, I, I think it's. Oh, we, I was gonna say, and we try to also prepare them for like, hey, this is gonna be the busy season. Next four weeks is gonna be the push, but we'll have downtime. And our downtime, that's when we're refining systems. We're not trying to fix things in while we're in, on on the press. Like it is, hey, downtime, retreat, you know, lunches, those kind of things. Go fix the system now that we're not not so busy. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, we have some quick takes, so let's go. How do you guys start your day? Today? <laughs> um, no, just a, an, a, a typical day. An average How do you start your day? Yeah. day. Um, me or the shirt shop? You. you. This is about you. These questions are you personally. Yeah, I'll wake up at, I wake up as only as early as I have to, which is re- usually around 6.30 or 7.00. And then I either am going to take my kid. I'm going to walk my kids to school. Um, I only have like two more years of that. And then our kids our neighbor elementary schools right in our house. So that's a priority. If it's not that, then I just get I just get up, shower and go to work. And when I'm there, I really right now I'm in a building season of the business next door. Um, Oklahoma Shirt Company is doing great. Doing its the, thing. Doing its thing with the leadership that it has. So I'm building. I'm with a small team next door. Um, building chill is what I'm doing. Building right now. what? Chill. growing and so what's nice is i basically have obligations to oklahoma shirt company that i stay true to but i don't have to hop in my truck to go to different places i can just go right next door and take care of this and then if i need to run back north so i'm that's what i'm doing right now but so letting osco be stable and then trying to build this other business it almost i almost had to shut it all down and that was the truth so i'm at chill because i had to fall in love with that place Hmm. you can't just build a business that's what i thought like hey look what we did Everything we do is great. Let's just do it again, and I'll just let these people run it. No, no. Do a lot of the are there similarities between them? Like, does there overlap? Fascinating. It's the best part because indoor indoor cultivation is nothing more than production capacity. But the best part is there's no customers. Like you get to make a product for you that you. Well, for our our approach at least is we try to make it the best that we're a couple grown ass men doing the best that we can and paying attention the whole like chefs or like someone that's really so there, trying to do something boutique there's no customers because you're saying it, you're growing it for personal use <laughs> we're growing that's, it seems like a lot, a lot well you know <laughs> eat all you can and sell the rest well, you know? well boys <laughs> no you it's we try we're trying to be the best we're trying to be boutique i mm-hmm. want to make sure that everything we grow we can sell so we're trying to make the best apples that we can and then take those and and market them so that's fun because at next door, the customer walks in and says, this is what I want, this is when I need it. If you don't do it like this, then I hate your guts. Whereas on the other side, it's you have lots of choices if you wanna go pick true manufacturing of not a custom product, but of right. a product that we get to, which is kind of the dream. Like we've gotten good at making other people's stuff. And so now I'm trying to focus with a small team on making things for us or by us yeah, that we're really proud that. of. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's cool. Can I, uh, can I send you a quote for your merch? Yes. Chill? Okay, cool. Uh, did you already say how you start your day? Can't remember. I usually look at the calendar and work backwards. So that's the thing is who needs me on what day? And I live and die by the calendar. So just with, I'm all over the place. So not, not just at Oklahoma shirt company. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't look at the inbox first, but I do look at my calendar. So you wake up, the alarm wake goes, you hit snooze once, then you sit, hit stop. And then you look at your calendar. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yep. And that, that tells me what I need to dress like, what I need to, who I need to be for the day. And I, I start there. So I get like any good shows, books, movies right now that you guys are into or watching. 
We were talking about House of the Dragon last night. The Bible? No. That's it? No. Um, I read I read a lot. It's emails mostly these days. I haven't... Quint does a ton of audiobooks. Give us a hot take on audiobook. What's the audiobook of the decade right now? God, I'll tell you this. Uh, so through your public library, you can get most audiobooks for free. So, like, don't spend the money. But if you're too two chapters in and it's not giving you what you need cut it. just i mean treat it like the sampler at the grocery store and try it if don't buy it if it's if it's not good and get to what you need faster because faster learning faster faster optimization so don't don't feel like you have to finish it if it's if it's not what it's do it's if it's not doing what is that you what you guys do. say at chill too like take a little bit if you don't like chill, it throw yeah. that shit away yeah no the first one at chill it's the first one's always free first one's free <laughs> like audible <laughs> I want to watch uh, Smile. It's spooky season right now, so there's a new scary movie out that's that looks that looks pretty cool. I watched uh, mid. We had a over the summer trip. We watched Midsummer. That was pretty tight. That was a spooky movie. Big fan. You guys like scary movies? I don't like scary movies. Yeah, you like you, scary movies? What are you no. gonna be for Halloween? We're scared. Um, I'm gonna be Matt Foley, the motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh no, that's Matt. That's Matt, Mick Foley. Mick Foley, thank you. Matt Foley is that was a deep uh, cut. Yeah, down by the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chris yeah. Farley. Chris Farley, not Matt Farley. Yeah, there's a lot to happen yeah. there. Next question. Next question, Andrew. Yeah, what experience from your childhood, or experience, or is there experience that stands out from your childhood that sets you up for success, or has had the greatest impact on your career? One thousand percent. I got this. <laughs> The Bible, Pokemon, the Bible, <laughs> Pokemon cards and magic cards. I mean this. So like in my neighborhood, I have an eight year old and a six year old and I have been buying like Pokemon cards and giving them to all the neighborhood kids, trying to like teach them how to fish because if you, you got to grow it, you got to grow the sport, right? Uh, disc golf, magic, the gathering, but pogs, pogs. So what's tight about it though, is this, when I was like eight, I started collecting cards and I realized that these cards, you have to organize them. You have to inventory them. They possess, all of them possess different values. You can take them and put them together and make a deck that you can then compete against your friends. You're um, just teaching your kids economics and organization. For, for real. And you got to, here's something that's valuable and you have to take care of it. And I jumped up my, so I start, I, there's like nine kids that all play cards now in the hood. And I went, I go buy, I have a binder. And I go buy cards online and just they trade with me. So I know that because one of the neighborhood Pokesino. moms. Yes. One of the kids moms bought a bunch of like my son Jackson came home with these golden Pokemon cards. And I said, what the hell are these? He's like, oh, this is what we got from uh, Theodore. And I said, well, where did Theodore get these? He's like, well, his mom got him these cards. And so I went and talked to his mom, who's one of our best friends. I said, what the fuck are these cards? <laughs> she's like, well, I just went to Amazon and bought 100 of them for like $10. It was awesome. I said, yeah, these are counterfeit. And she's like, I don't give a crap if they're counterfeit or not. My kids want cards. I said, you don't understand. And then you ripped them up in front of her. I literally tore one in half in front of her face. <laughs> and I said, this is offensive to me. I know you think this is a joke, but we have to protect it. Like, you can't bring counterfeit noise into this. Give your kids counterfeit money as allowance. I mean, it's right. extreme, but. Then you burn their house down. Then I burned their house down and <laughs> killed their cat. No, having, but cards like it, because it taught me that you have to take something. You can go find it. You can trade. You can compete. 
um, you have a resource. So it taught me like resource management. Like I can use these things to help me get something that I don't have, or I can use these things to, uh, you know, parlay it into something else. So yeah, we were playing Magic the Gathering and winning tournaments and using our store credit to buy Pokemon cards because my mom would never give me money for Pokemon cards. It's asinine. But it was a, yeah, so a, a childhood skill, trading card games, collectible things. I think things. it worked really well for you because you're a successful guy. Man, come on. Got to catch them all. <laughs> How about you? Same. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, man, I, I think that the, the funnest part about everything is the people, right? I mean, that's, that's the best part is that's the secret sauce is just making sure you're having fun with the team you're with. If it's not fun, like, you can do something else. Like, it, it's anything at that point. So enjoy the company you're with because on the hard times, you know, the support system you need or someone to – tell you to keep moving or suck it up or, you know, tell you what you actually need to hear in those times. Surround yourself with really good people. You know, the, uh, uh, the thing that we say all the time is uh, at musicians, uh, you know, if you're the best player in the band, you're in the wrong band. And so mm-hmm. that's the thing is you'll never learn if you're, if you're the guy up front. So don't be the guest, best guy in the band. Choose your people wisely and, and get better all the time. So agreed. Agree. Do we have more? I can't How remember. do you guys unwind after work? Justin? <laughs> on a boat with chill? For real, man. On the daily, man, I want to come home. After work, I come home. I see my kids and my wife, and it's just a reminder of this is why we do this. And then I try not to yell at them. I try to remind myself that, like, okay, like one of the second shift, like we're going back to work. Like we let's show up for these people. Um but then, yeah, hanging out at the house and if we can go to the lake or get out or travel, that's one. But on the normal, man, it's it's the normal night with the kids. Hopefully they're in bed by 830 or 9. Then me and my wife will hang out and Netflix and till we fall asleep. Yeah, I, I saw, um, I don't know, a couple of months ago, some some pictures of the Mild Boys. And I remember when you were on our show about a year ago and I shot the gun through the, the roof and everything, you were going to make me president, but I didn't, I wasn't in that picture. Uh, Dylan, were you, I don't, I don't think I saw you. Well, the president doesn't go. He just, he's, <laughs> he's in charge. You're on my like, team. <laughs> <laughs> no, there will be a uh, s- ceremony of sorts at print hustlers. Come prepared. I Bring, think I uh, said mild boys. It was, I meant to say wild boys. No, you I know said what you mild meant. boys. No, you, I know are what the, I meant. you are the president of mild boys for sure. <laughs> you are the I president. I think we need to make this screen printing uh, camp thing a reality. We need to have That's this summer camp. Church camp? Screen printing summer camp where we get together for a week and just we, we rent a whole summer camp. Yeah. And we do the blob and go-karts and singing around campfires and drinking till we black out in the lawn. Experiment with each other sexually in new right, ways. We have all the things that come along with obviously. search camp. What stays? <laughs> what happens at summer camp stays at summer camp unless you have to put a cream on it, or it turns into a baby. Right. You just sign your permission slip. You right. Know? Waivers. That would be super cool. We've taught. You know, there's a whole group of printers. We've all talked about it for, man, four or five years now, and it's all the, all of our homies. Like, let's get together for this summit. Print hustlers is kind of that's what print hustlers was. It was born out of that. And then it has evolved. But I think as if it's an industry thing, it'll never check the box, you know. It's got to be us. So if you'll lead it as the president, if you build it, some will come. 
So, <laughs> all will say they will come, but only about. But here, like with Oklahoma. But the ones that come are the ones that count. For fucking real. There you go. If you could get to Oklahoma City and then are okay with a two hour drive, we could do it. But maybe just maybe sussing this out publicly with a bunch of most of you aren't invited to this. So having this like <laughs> a public conversation is just rude at this point. That's all right. Okay. Well, you can come, but you it's $500 come. to come. Thousand, five hundred thousand. Five hundred. If you own a campground, hit us up. <laughs> Last question. What's for dinner? But that's so far out. Hmm. We can ask it though. Well, Justin has plans tonight. We do have plans tonight. What, what's the <laughs> show that you're going to go to? Well, that's after dinner. Okay. Yeah. That is. <laughs> we're going to go eat dinner at this place called Blackout. You have to drink a bottle of Grey Goose and a bottle of Crown Royal completely before you go in <laughs> no but you go you check in and all the lights are turned off they take your phone they take all your things you take all your clothes off and you, you don't do that you eat in the dark they set you down but they wear thermal goggles no. and i swear to I you don't know what you're eating you don't like, know what you're eating there's that you can pick the v oh it's a vegan restaurant so it's all vegan so you just go everybody can eat vegan you can eat the napkin not you can me. eat the napkin no. I, you can no you can eat the vegan i'll get sick so that's where first dinner will be. Then we'll go to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to go see a, a very, uh, there's a new Circus Soleil show. show. Yeah, a magic show. <laughs> uh, it's called Mike's hosting it, Michael's right? Magic or something. Or right. My, Mr. Magic. No, it's Magic Mike XXL. And we're going to get, we're going to get donged till we go blind. I hope it'll be cool. <laughs> And we're bringing our wives. That's the that's the fun part too. God, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss that. But get some pics, send them over. No pics. Yeah. You're going along with this? Absolutely, hundred percent. Final answer. <laughs> I'm on stage. <laughs> yeah, I he's am talent. Mike. He is, but this is Mike. <laughs> XXD. Right, exactly. They had to add the XXL for me. Like that's not normally part of it. Two XL, Magic Mike. Two XL. All right, Dylan. Again, thanks to MNR for having us, putting us on the Jumbotron. And uh, thanks to Print United for putting on a big badass show. It was a great show. Thank you, so Andy. Good. Thank you, Dylan, for having us on here. Love you. Love you. Thank you, Printing United. Bye. Cheers.